The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee to spread a little aloha. Welcome to Hawaii. To travel Pono means to explore the Hawaiian Islands with care. We ask your kokua or help in protecting our natural resources, cultures, and communities. Here are some of our crew members to give you tips on how to travel Pono. Aloha, my name is Dimitri Nikolai. I'm a pilot for Hawaiian Airlines and a volunteer at Kei Kaiola. It's important to tread lightly and approach Hawaii's sensitive ecosystems with respect and aloha. Carry your trash securely. Plastics you leave behind will be here for decades and can pose a threat to animal life. Hawaii is host to many endangered species, including Hawaiian monk seals, green sea turtles, dolphins, and humpback whales. It's federal law to keep your distance from these majestic animals. Don't approach or touch them. They're trying to enjoy their time in nature just as you are. Please avoid walking on coral reefs, which are sensitive living ecosystems. Hawaii bans sunscreens that contain oxybenzone or octanoxinate, chemicals known to harm coral reefs. Be sure to only use reef-safe sunscreen. Hi, my name is Eric Barton. I'm a flight attendant for Hawaiian Airlines. I'm also a firefighter for the Honolulu Fire Department Search and Rescue. Here are a couple of things to remember before you head out for the perfect beach day. Beware of rip currents. If you're caught in a rip current, remain calm and signal for help. Swim parallel to shore instead of toward it. Avoid dangerous shore break. Shore break can easily knock you off your feet and cause severe or even life-threatening injuries. Pay attention to the level of the tides and stay off of the rocks, especially in areas with rough waters. Never play in the surf with your back to the water and keep a close eye on your children at all times. If in doubt, ask a lifeguard or a local who know these waters well. Aloha, my name is Ethan Pearson Pomerantz. I'm a pilot with Hawaiian Airlines. I'm also a team member with Oahu Search and Rescue. Hawaii's trails are some of the best in the world, offering breathtaking views and scenery. There are some simple things you can do to trek safely and responsibly. First, only hike on marked and maintained trails. Research the trail in advance and know your limits. We have great hiking for all levels of ability. Check the weather before you go. Sudden heavy rain can lead to flash flooding. Hours in the sun and heat can add up, so make sure you bring sun protection and more than enough water. Avoid hiking alone. Always let someone know where you're going before you head out. And try to start your hike early enough to avoid getting caught on the trail after sunset. Aloha, my name is Keone Craig. 
I'm a flight attendant with Hawaiian Airlines, a Native Hawaiian cultural practitioner whose kuleana is to continue the traditions and practices here at Ulupoheao. Your Hawaii experience is much more meaningful when you seek a sense of place and learn the cultural significance of our islands. Take the time to read educational signage at parks and understand that many of these sites bear deep cultural significance for Native Hawaiians. Stay within designated areas when visiting these sites and know that a sign that says kapu means do not enter. There are many great opportunities to volunteer with community and cultural organizations to maintain some of these significant places. Volunteering helps you to connect to the people and places you come to visit, creating memories and helping Hawaii to maintain its natural and cultural beauty. Aloha, my name is Kavehi and I'm a flight attendant at Hawaiian Airlines. Part of what we love about Hawaii is that there's great trails and beaches right in our backyard. But we ask that you please be conscious that these are our yards. When visiting locations in residential areas, please treat them as if they were your own neighborhood. Read about your destination, make a plan for getting there, and take public transportation whenever possible. Park only in designated parking spaces. Parking in the wrong place can be frustrating for residents, but it can also be life-threatening when it impedes emergency vehicle access to our neighborhoods. Use only marked and designated beach accesses and trailheads. If you're not sure it's okay to be somewhere, just ask. As we welcome you, we ask that you remain mindful of the impact we have on each other and our environment. We all have a role to play in being good stewards of this special place for generations to come. From everyone at Hawaiian Airlines, mahalo for traveling Bono. You're so beautiful 
Podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the Poa Man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. We just came into Iam Tonga from Kahuku Oahu on the North Shore, and we're going to be playing several of his original songs on the podcast today. If he sounds familiar, it's because he's from American Idol, so I hope you're voting for him. He's down to, like, he's in the top 20 now. Oh, fun. Oh, very exciting. If you enjoy his music, you can download his songs from Apple, iTunes, and on YouTube. Nice. All right. So this week we're going to be doing Hawaii etiquette. I guess etiquette and guidelines of Hawaii. How to just properly, how could you say it? Come visit the islands properly. And what about vacationing, but also just living? Because if you've just moved here, oh, maybe you don't sure. know some of these things. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So let's get right into it. And we're just going to go down the list. Always remove your shoes before entering someone's home or any sacred place. Now, did you do this back where you originally came from? No, I mean, it's not really a thing on the mainland, but yeah. it should be. It's clean. <laughs> it's more toward, I guess, the Polynesian and Asian culture. So we always remove our shoes or our slippers. And by the way, we call them slippers here, not flip-flops. <laughs> yes. And we always remove them before we enter the homes here. I wish the dogs and cats did that, but that doesn't happen. <laughs> so. No, I mean, it's a polite thing to do, but it's also a much cleaner habit to get into. It is a much cleaner habit. And, but we see he, even here in Hawaii, we have a, loss, a lot less carpet. Yes. You know, so. Okay. Respect the Hawaiian culture and its customs, such as the mele and hula or lay giving ceremonies. Something you want to respect here in Hawaii. Mele and hula are much more than just simple gestures. So they actually, it's a way of telling a story in Hawaiian. It's so like their language pre before they had their 12 letter alphabet language. Yeah, it's how they told their stories and passed yeah. them down. So it's very sacred and special. And it's just a don't lot get more up there and shake your arms and, and legs and stuff in your butt and think that you're saying something. It's a lot more <laughs> than just movement. So exactly. yeah, if you want to learn it, you need to take some lessons and actually understand right. the cultural significance behind it. Exactly. Okay, so next, use the appropriate greeting when addressing someone such as aloha or mahalo. Now, the <laughs> truth is, is yes, everybody uses aloha and mahalo. Mahalo, but really, do the locals really use it as much? 
Aloha. Do they? I Yeah. Okay. I think so, but not so much mahalo. Right. It's usually a thank you. But I mean, they do use aloha and mahalo, and it's nice that it's nice to hear that from visitors, mm-hmm. uh, and even from some locals. Uh, if you're living in here, and you're kind of been fitting in for years, and you've moved here, you kind of say when you greet people, not so much aloha as how's it. Mm, that's right. How's it is a very thing that you just kind of a gesture that when you walk by each other, they'll, you know, put up their heads or they'll say, how's it? And you just say, how's it back? That's pigeon. Yeah. That would be pigeon. And that would be something that's commonly used. But if you want to use aloha, that's fine to do that too. And don't try to use pigeon if you're <laughs> a, a tourist in Hawaii. Have, I don't think we have that in the list. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't just go ahead and try to speak pigeon. So let's add that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a no-no. <laughs> okay. Avoid referring to Hawaiians as natives or locals instead use the term Kanaka Maoli or Hawaiian respectively because just because a, a local isn't necessarily a Hawaiian right or a Kanaka Maoli Kanaka Maoli is the name of the Hawaiian people uh, that's a little harder to remember but that is what they are called but it seems like everybody outside of Hawaii just calls them native Hawaiians right I guess I don't think that is so bad but just don't say all oh, those are the natives no. That's something <laughs> South sure, Park does. For sure. <laughs> yeah, don't follow South Park. <laughs> you don't follow South Park, please. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Do not litter or damage the environment. Respect the natural beauty of the islands. I mean, that's that's common sense, right? But it's really a huge one. I mean, obviously, littering's not okay anywhere. It's not okay in the mainland either. But it's, you know, the land, the Aina here, is very sacred. Yes. And it's alive. You don't litter. You don't do anything to hurt or damage the aina here. You want to just respect it and take care of it and clean it up. Yes, and the term here is aloha aina, which is love the land. Mm-hmm. That is the term here. And, you know, even when, even if you're coming here and you're not littering or you move here and you're not littering, if you see litter, pick it up. Yes, please. It's a good gesture. It's a respectful gesture to the local community to do that. All right, be respectful of the ocean and its creatures. Avoid touching or disturbing marine life and do not litter on the beaches. So we just touched on the littering part, but in terms of the ocean and marine life, yeah, don't go chasing after Honu, which are Hawaiian sea turtles. Leave them alone. It's illegal to touch them. Yeah. Same yeah. with monk seals. And we're going to talk about we'll all talk that, about that in another one. Yeah. But yeah, don't just don't do any of those things. All right, what do we got? Do not disturb ancient sites or take anything from them. They're considered sacred and should be treated with reverence. Yeah, so there's a lot of heiaus or ahus, which are Hawaiian temples or structures, and you do not touch or disturb any of the rock formations that are there. And that's going to go into the next one, which is do not stack rocks to create rock Karens, this is disrespectful and sacrilege to Hawaiian culture and can confuse hikers on lava flows where ahus are put to guide hikers. It does get confusing. Um, A lot of people who vacation here or have just moved here, maybe in some places on the mainland they've seen uh, Karens, you know, kind of stacked up. That's usually done in areas where there's no tree line and real trails. And it's to actually give you a direction of where to go. Now, in Hawaii, it's not used for that. It seems like put, people just put them up for, um, like, a natural form of graffiti, just to say that they were there. I feel like people maybe see them and just yeah. are imitating and copying, and then all of a sudden, there's these rock structures everywhere. Yeah. But 
Unfortunately, it's considered very disrespectful here, so it's important to know that you shouldn't be stacking rocks like that. You're essentially taking Pele's lava rock and you're stacking them in an unnatural form, which is against her. You don't want to do that. You want to leave them in a natural location. Now that can be, now you can go ahead, yeah, but what about these structures? Like the Heiaus and the Ahus, which are temple areas. The structures are built differently. They're more like divisions, like Apuahas, which is a division of land. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a whole different form of structure. So when you come to Hawaii, look at the different structures and you'll definitely see the difference. Yeah, and just to clarify, in case this is all new to you and you yeah. don't know Hawaiian mythology at all, <laughs> Pele is the goddess of lava or fire. Yes, she's the creator of the islands. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Use a respectful tone. Avoid raising your voice or engaging in arguments in Hawaii. This is pretty interesting one, and I think it's true. It is true. People here are very non-confrontational in general. Yes. And people here are not super loud. They're no. not angry people. No. But vacationers and people who have just moved here don't know the tone that Hawaii takes yet. Because it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. Yes, yes. So, you know, when you talk on the beach, or you don't yell across the beach. You know what I mean? You don't, like, yell across the woods asking for your friend, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, these are the things that you don't do in Hawaii. We're a very chill place here. Chill, lead back, and respectful. Exactly, exactly. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. All right. All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. We ready? Yeah. Use the correct titles when addressing someone older than you. Uh, most often, what we'll do is we'll call them auntie and uncle, even though they're not related to us. Right. It's not in relation to family. No, it's, it's anybody not. who's older than you. But see, Ohana is family, so everybody is family in Hawaii. Yeah, that's, that's true. the interesting thing. But if they're older than you, in respect, if you see an elder and you want to talk to them, the first thing you do is go, auntie or uncle, and then you talk to them. Mm -hmm. That's a respectful thing to do. Yes. All right. Make plans to volunteer one day on your vacation to give back to Hawaii with a beach cleanup or restoration project on land or sea. So, yes. for example, 808 Cleanups is an amazing nonprofit mm -hmm. that does a lot of beach cleanups and cleans up hiking trails and all kinds, parks, all kinds of areas. We rebuild Hawaiian fish ponds and heiaus and temples and things like that. So mm -hmm. get yourself involved in doing that. It's not obviously one of the things you think about when vacationing in Hawaii to give back like that. But volunteerism yes, is it's growing slowly. Growing. Yes, yeah. and it's good. It's such a good feeling to give back while you're here. It's a lot better to take a vacation, give back to Hawaii while you're here. Let's say even planting a tree. And then you go back home, you come back, and you see that same tree, and it's grown, and it's beautiful. And You've it's given a, back. And it's a native Hawaiian tree. Exactly. That's really awesome. Right on. And you'll also meet a lot of locals yes. while you're at a cleanup. It's important to locals. We do these cleanups here. 
When invited to someone's home, it is customary to bring a small gift, such as flowers or food, pretty much always. Yeah, don't show up empty-handed. No, oh my God, <laughs> talk some kind of food and I don't, but here you do. You do, yeah. You have to, yeah. Tipping is customary in Hawaii, unlike French Polynesia. It is appropriate to tip 18 to 20% in restaurants and $5 or so per bag per for bellhops or housekeeping. Yes. They don't make a lot of money, these guys. Yeah. From restaurants to service jobs here. And the minimum wage is, if you can believe it, it's only $12 an hour. Yeah. Pay, which is sad. Pay in general in Hawaii is very low if you're not yes. familiar with that. So tipping so be kind. is it's important. Okay, next we have do not take rocks from the islands, as most all rocks on the island are lava rock. But why don't we take the rocks? Well, <laughs> I hope everybody is a little bit familiar with Pele. Yeah, so Pele, you know, she made all the lava, all the rocks, and when you take it from the island, that's kapu. That means taboo, that means forbidden. So you do not want to be taking the rocks from the island, you will be cursed. And there's lots of people who have returned the rocks to Hawaii, so they get this curse, you know, lifted from them. Because, okay, so first of all, if you don't know Hawaiian mythology, Pele is the goddess of volcanoes or fire. Yes. And she curses people who, like you said, yeah. takes her... Um, her lava rocks and so people would take lava rocks sometimes even just black sand because it's beautiful which just is for also, a keepsake for a keepsake right which is also lava rock crushed yeah. up yeah. Um, and take it home with them and they'd get into a bad car accidents or get yeah. really sick or something really bad would happen right. to the point where they'd like mail it back to Hawaii <laughs> we have so much of that happening where it's mailed back to Hawaii one of our first trips when we uh, went to Hawaii my family my mom took some lava rock not knowing at the time and she was in a really bad car accident where we could have lost her. It's horrible. Yeah, and <laughs> we looked back and we were trying to figure out why this happened, what happened. We just got back from Hawaii and yeah, we returned the lava rocks. Yeah, so, see? Yeah. There, there you go. Don't take them. Gosh. All right, what do we got up? Do not honk your car horn or use profanity or your middle finger while driving in Hawaii. This is, you'd think this is more common sense too. But no, because wherever you came from, you probably do use your horn. And, you know, if you come from like New York or L.A. or Boston, you're prob or maybe we're, you know, Philly, whatever, you're probably using your middle finger. Well, <laughs> it doesn't have to be your middle finger per se, but road rage is a real thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's not here in Hawaii. It's really important to realize that we live a laid back lifestyle here. We're kind, there's aloha, there is a laid back lifestyle. So do not come here with rude rage. It's not even just honking your horn and using your middle finger, but like don't swerve in and out of traffic. Don't ride on people's rear ends. Rear ends, yeah. We see that here sometimes. Sometimes, but not often. But usually yeah. when we do see it, it's probably a tourist or somebody new to Hawaii who and just doesn't Waik know. Yeah, and in Waikiki, we hear horns a lot, probably because most of them are tourists. And they don't know better yet. They haven't been taught that yet. So we're trying to teach you that right now. Yes. And if somebody... Courtesy, courtesy and, and if, respect. If a local does cut you off, they'll probably throw you a shaka. <laughs> just throw it back to them. Let it go. Don't retaliate. It doesn't happen <sighs> often. But when it does, it's just shaka. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys don't know what shakas is, that's your pinky finger and your thumb out. And that's it. And uh, that's just a common hang loose, take care, you know. And um, yeah, it's weird. They cut somebody off. They give you the shaka. In they, this they're case, like, it's like... Thanks, sorry about yeah, that, but you know sorry. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, next we have always maintain a safe distance from wildlife to avoid dis disturbing them. 
If you encounter a sea turtle or monk seal on the beach, keep a distance of at least 6 feet from turtles and 100 feet from monk seals and give them plenty of space to rest undisturbed. If you encounter a whale or dolphin while boating or kayaking, stay at least 100 yards a football field away and do not attempt to swim with them. We just, I just saw a thing on Instagram at Halona Cove and the guy went under the water, picked up the turtle, <gasps> brought him out of the water to show everybody. Oh no. And there was a Hawaiian from above Halona Cove yelling at him. Good. <laughs> saying, what are you doing? Yeah. Who does these things? And we had another case where a woman had to touch the seal. Why do you have this need to touch and sit next to these animals? Honestly, I feel like so much of it's for like Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And it's just social media has like encouraged this really bad behavior. Really? And I do think that tourists just don't realize how, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not just yeah. insulting it is, but how... Um, disrespectful. Disrespectful, yes, yeah. it is. I don't think there's enough proper education when people are coming over to Hawaii about these things. That's why I think this podcast is going to be helpful. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I think it's a lack of education, totally. They just don't realize. It's really important to know that, well, number one, yes, respect these animals. They don't want you touching them or crowding them or giving yeah. them anxiety. But it's more than that. It so, certainly is, yeah. And it just goes with other animals, too. Like we were saying, the dolphins, the whales, you know, respect them in their habitat. And, you know, recently there was also a group of 30 snorkelers that had to go run after and swim toward the dolphins and try to touch them and bother them. And, you know, that's not what the dolphins want to deal with. Right. No, totally. 100%. But it gets a little deeper than that with the Hawaiians, too. Right. It's cultural. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah. their... They consider it to be their Amakua. ancestors, their amakua, yeah. their um, yeah, spiritual guides, guides, their aunties, their uncles, their grandmother, their grandfathers. And it's, it's very important to respect them while you're here because that's how the Hawaiians get a bad vibe with vacationers. Yeah. Because they see that and they're like, oh, these Haoles don't respect our, us, our culture, our wildlife. We don't want them here anymore. If you're going to come to a new and unfamiliar place respect the culture here the wildlife kind of like the native americans the native hawaiians you know like the native americans have the bears and the bobcat and the cougar and the wolf here it's the whale and the dolphin and the seal and the um the turtle and things like that yeah and if respect you, them and that's yeah 100 percent. but if you don't understand or take time to learn the culture here you're not going to realize the significance and how just how disrespectful it really is to try to get too close to these animals or touch them but in hawaii animals are i don't even know how to put it into words but it's like you know the aloha aina love the land it's the same with the animals. Yes. It's all connected. And it's just so super disrespectful to, um, well, it's also breaking the law, but it's yeah. very disrespectful. We didn't even talk about that. It's totally breaking the law. You can get fines in the thousands of dollars and be jailed. And I'll tell you, if you post this stuff on Instagram, my friends, <laughs> you're going to be found. And the Division of Land and Natural Resources will find you. They and will. when they find you, they're going to send you a nice bill. And Hawaiians will, make, the sure, Hawaiians will <laughs> make sure you are found because they yeah. get so upset yeah. by that. Like, we are not joking. Don't take this lightly. Yeah, Respect don't take it lightly. Respect the animals. I agree. And just one more thing to add on really quickly. They can get aggressive as well. Like, if there's a monk seal with a pup nearby and you're in their space, that monk seal will attack you. It's happened before. They can attack you. They can pull you into 
the water, they can drown you. Now, this other thing with the turtle thing, I don't know what is up with the turtle. This, they're cute. You know, you rem- remind you of finding Nemo and Crush. And you think, oh, yeah, let me just go pick the turtle up. Wee! <laughs> don't do this. I mean, if that was an alligator or a crocodile or anything like that or a snapper turtle, you wouldn't be doing that because you'd be losing fingers. Yeah. So, you know, just respect all wildlife here. All right? Absolutely. All right. Do not feed or touch any wildlife as this can disrupt their natural behaviors and cause harm to both you and the animals. Avoid making loud noises or sudden movements that could startle or scare wildlife. Don't feed the chickens. Oh my gosh, right? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, it's so ridiculous. I mean, of all the things, you know, we could go into every animal here, like the turtle, for instance. Don't go feeding the turtle. They can't eat, and you'll see them on the beach. They'll be resting and sleeping on the beach. You'll go up to them and try to put something in their mouths. They cannot digest anything outside the water. That's actually really... Sorry, that's really important for people to know because most people don't know that. No, they don't. They can only die. They they eat a lot of limu, which is Hawaiian seaweed, and they eat it while they're in the water only. They need water to go down with their food to digest. Like their face has to be underwater to eat. Yeah, and what are you going to do? You're going to have them choke to death and you're going to kill a turtle because you don't know this? So you don't want to do that. But you shouldn't be getting that close to any wild animal anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yes, the chickens are wild and they're... They, of course, obviously they were brought here. They were domesticated, but now they're wild chickens. And you get too close to a chicken, they can come at you. <laughs> They'll come at you. Those, those, those roosters will come at you. So be careful. Don't even feed the chickens. All right, we're going to take another break. All right. And then we'll be back. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth, and 808 Cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt-A-Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back. Stay on designated trails and respect any barriers or signs indicating restricted areas. We're going to talk about this later on with uh, hiking as well. But this is just something that a lot of travelers and people new to the island don't do. They just go ahead and see things on Yelp and TripAdvisor and all these other places. And they're like, I want to see that waterfall. I want to go over here. I want to go over there. And you end up trespassing on other people's property, doing things illegally. And that's disrespectful to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Do not attempt to capture or handle any wildlife. Well, gosh. That's all in connection. I mean, that's just common sense, right? I was going to say, I guess this has to make the list. But gosh, I hope nobody would do that. (laughs) I mean, I can imagine and I've seen it. And um, just recently, actually, I saw it on uh, what you call it, Instagram. This girl, she had to touch the monk seal. No. She had to keep touching the tail. And then there's a picture of her laying literally next to the monk seal laying down on instagram and i'm just sitting here going he could have easily well it was a she i don't know could easily turned over grabbed the girl and pulled her into the ocean 
you don't screw around with the monk seals. They're very big and they can be aggressive. They can be if aggressive. If you fool around, especially we've, when they have pups. We've seen videos of aggressive monk yes. seals chasing after tourists who um, just got in the way, didn't do anything wrong, yeah. just got in the way because there were pups, yeah. I mean, why? I don't know what it is about people coming here, vacationers. They need to do these things. They wouldn't do that to a snapping turtle. They wouldn't do it to a gator. So I just Why? think it's a lack of knowledge and understanding. Yeah. I don't, they just, yeah, that's why we're doing this podcast. It's important <laughs> for you to know if you are a tourist or you're new to Hawaii in general, um, you need to know these things. Exactly. Just don't do it. Right. When swimming or snorkeling, avoid touching or standing on coral reefs as they are fragile ecosystems that can easily be damaged and killed. So we see this Oof. all the time when people Man. are snorkeling, especially. They're just like standing all Hanama over the coral Bay, reefs. Sharks Cove, yeah. just places on all the islands. And, you know, as soon as you step on the reef and drag along it, you're killing the reef. And as the reef dies, then the fish don't come in. Then the turtles don't come in. Then all life doesn't come in once the reef dies. Hanama Bay makes you watch a little video that explains yes. this, but yes. you know, Sharks Cove doesn't. And I it don't doesn't. even know how many people actually pay enough attention to the video yeah. at yeah. Hanama Bay because I've seen it happen so much right there too. Yeah, like even what I do, like in some areas like Hanama Bay or Sharks Cove, there's low tide. What do I do to get over the reef? I don't want to be tooling around and touching it and grabbing it with my hands. So I do wear gloves because of the sea urchins. You want to be careful of them or other little things that can sting you. And I literally use my pinky or maybe my longer finger and just use that one finger to push myself along on top of the reef. <laughs> I do it. That's what I do. I try to minimize the space that I'm touching the reef. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Do not use flash photography on wildlife as it can temporarily blind and disorient them. Now, this is hopefully common sense. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, it's like if touching, you're, touching if you're and hiking, hopefully you're out during the day anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to need flash photography. And at the higher elevation, when you get up and you get up into the clouds, you may need to use your flash. And a lot of the, you know, bird life up there is only indigenous to Hawaii. And now they're seeing all these flashes in their face if you want to get a picture. Mm. Th that's something that they don't see and they don't deal with. Don't, yeah. Try not to do that. Yeah. Always follow the guidelines and recommendation of local wildlife authorities to protect the animals and their habitats. Hawaii is one of the few places that have the type of wildlife that they have here. It's like this is the only place that certain wildlife exists on Earth. We need to protect it. We it's like a Jurassic Park. Yeah, and yeah. we have a lot of wildlife authorities here. So, for example, if there's a monk seal that is about to give birth or pregnant there's going to be somebody over there guarding it and watching it and making sure nobody interferes exactly. um same we could see that with honu as well again the yeah. hawaiian sea turtles so our our wildlife here is very protected and i don't know if that's necessarily the case everywhere so it, it's different but Yes, we have a lot of rules here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Always check the weather and surf conditions before entering the ocean. Well, this is really important because unfortunately... This is a do or die situation. We have a lot of people, especially tourists, who drown here because Hawaii's ocean is no joke. And unfortunately, this just happened yesterday. I don't know I if you saw it. this. Koalina Lagoon number four. Oh, the it was a, six, a kid. A five or six-year-old little boy was snorkeling, and he drowned. Where were the parents? 
on the beach. Oh, Jesus. I know. So I think like a stranger well, saw him and pulled Florida. him out of the water and he was already gone. Well, first of all, if you have a child and you're in like a lagoon like that, which is very safe. Very safe. You got to put those floaties on them. Yeah. You got to put those floaties on them when they're a kid. I mean, who uh, knows what happened? Yeah. It is, in general, a very safe place. It's a very safe place, particular place, yeah. But... But overall, if you are going into the ocean, you you know, what time of year are you going into the ocean? What side of the island are you going in the ocean? Is it high tide or low tide? Are the currents bad? Are the rip curls and rip tides today? You got to know all that information because each location can change instantly, even if a storm is coming in the night before. So these are things you want to look before you go out for the day. Please do please. your research. Um, if it's winter time, please don't try snorkeling at Shark's Cove. Um, please don't try going swimming yeah. at Sandy's. If you are a novice, you need to be very experienced. Yeah, don't go to China Walls on a certain day. If the wave is really big, don't turn your back on the ocean. There's just so many things. How many people, uh, you know, spit in caves? How many times people have passed away at these locations because they were there at the wrong time? Mermaid's Doing cave. the wrong thing. Mermaid's Cave. Oh, yeah. and then, yeah, the... Um, Makapu'u tide pools that's a oh, big one too where yeah. people just get swept away yeah and it happens to locals too because they don't check out the forecast so yeah. be very careful uh, the number one danger here in Hawaii is the water if you can believe it or not so yeah. be very safe when you come to Hawaii when it comes to that oh wait we can just throw in another one to piggyback off of that really yeah. quickly what's like one of the next causes of death here it's coconuts falling from trees right there you go. So that's another one. Just an added bonus. Always look up if you're under a palm tree and make sure there's not coconuts. Oh, oh and don't forget, crossing the street here in Hawaii. If you can believe it, that's a very dangerous thing you had to do in Hawaii. Shockingly. It's true. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, it's very congested, very populated island, especially in town. Now, we're just talking about Oahu. Yes. Okay. But, hey, it could happen on other islands. Yes. It, it does, does happen. It does. Yeah. But we have a lot of crosswalks in other areas of Oahu that maybe like on big roads, like the Poly Highway. Highways have crosswalks. And yeah. they're not a traffic light. Oh, Jesus. So it's, it's crazy. very dangerous. And we've had so many deaths from that. So yes. please be aware and please be vigilant. And because of this, they are putting humps now on all the crosswalks. So please slow down before you get to the crosswalk because it's a big bump. And we don't want you to be going too fast over them and losing control of your car. Right? right? Yeah. All right. Uh, use reef-safe sunscreen to avoid pollution, uh, polluting the water, and harming marine life. Uh, there was many studies here done years ago, and it was showing that certain, you know, uh, sunscreens were causing the reef to bleach and die. So, so yeah. it's the chemical sunscreens that are doing yeah. this. And it's we're not saying don't use chemical sunscreens or certain ingredients that are to blame here so any sunscreen that is safe will say reef safe or sometimes yeah. they say reef friendly which i'm not sure if that's we'll totally put it this safe. way this is an easy way of doing it do not buy sunscreen before you come to hawaii get it when you're here because you can only get um legit sunscreens here that don't hurt the environment so wait till you get here and then get your sunscreen if you did bring sunscreen with you mineral sunscreens are always safe Whee! <laughs> Okay, let's take our final break, and we'll be back to finish off this etiquette All podcast. Right. Here at Hawaii Jeep and Specialty Tours, it's all about making the smallest footprint on our earth and educating our guests on how to preserve and protect our island home. 
It's about giving our guests the world treatment and an authentic local experience. We offer the most personal, private, and customizable Jeep tours on the Hawaiian Islands. If you'd like to book a Hawaii Jeep tour with us, please visit us at hawaiijeepandspecialtytours.com or call us at 808-755-9356. Mahalo, and see you down the road less traveled. All right, we're back. All right. Observe any posted rules and regulations regarding water activities, such as boating and fishing. Also, pay close attention to beach signs, such as dangerous shore break, dangerous surf, shark sighting, or jellyfish sightings. Yeah, I don't just jump in if there's jellyfish sightings or <laughs> shark, right? <laughs> They're probably not going to land anybody in the water if there's a shark sighting. Right. But you yeah. do have to pay attention to jellyfish. Um, dangerous shore break. Yeah, for sure. That would be most of the time at Sandy's is dangerous shore break. Yes. So, yeah, be very careful. And actually, when you go to a public beach, go up to the lifeguard first if you feel a little nervous about going in the water and ask them, you know, how are the conditions today? Should I go in? You know, blah, blah, blah. They're totally cool to sit there and shoot the shoot the whatever with you and just tell you if it's safe, it's not safe, maybe go to the beach up the street, stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And they know for sure. Exactly. Respect other beachgoers by keeping noise levels down in your music down, please. And I wanted to add the uh, same thing for hiking trails. A lot of people like to blast their music while hiking, but honestly, that's just not very respectful to the other hikers no, I mean, out there. You're enjoying the wildlife and then you hear, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you no, know, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it all goes back to the aloha aina and just that respect. It's yeah, just loving not, the land. Yeah, it's just not really welcomed here to be blasting music. Just I don't know. Try to enjoy the peace of the nature. Yes, and like uh, like we had said before, don't go yelling across the beach, you know, for your kid or for your husband or your wife or whatever, and don't go blasting your music. People don't probably don't want to listen to your music. Don't assume they want to listen to your music. Yeah on the beach and if you want to play your music and you want to go somewhere where you can raise your voice a little bit go far away from everybody else true yeah yeah and you know what i'm just gonna add one more thing that i randomly thought of <laughs> another okay. etiquette thing here right. that's kind of different than especially the beaches like on the east coast where everybody's crammed in there like sardines mm -hmm. our beaches are pretty big here and we have so many of them it's etiquette to not just plop yourself down next to somebody leave, <laughs> oh, that's right how did we forget that one yeah leave some distance leave some space in between you and whoever else might be on the beach we we don't yeah. like it when no. people just come sit too close and it's probably not meant to be disrespectful when it happens it's just people are used to really crowded beaches and don't think of it but yeah it's different here yeah find your own piece of paradise <laughs> Don't sit on mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. If you're not a strong swimmer or unfamiliar with the currents, tides, and locations, consider hiring a local guide or taking a water sport or swimming lesson before entering the water. That is probably something that not many people are going to do, but you may want to think about it if you're not a great swimmer. And if you're coming to Hawaii, you want to get into the ocean. I know people who don't get in the ocean when they vacation in Hawaii. I'm shocked by this. Well, a lot of people aren't strong swimmers, so I know. yeah. That's true. That's true. All right, so avoid swimming alone, especially in remote areas where there are no lifeguards. We have a lot of beaches in Hawaii that don't have lifeguards. I guess technically you could call them private 
beaches, but no beach is private. Right. But there's no lifeguards on duty on these beaches. And we call it private because it's away from everybody. And there's obviously no lifeguards on them. But all beaches are public. So yes. they're, you know, they're swimmable beaches. Yeah, yeah. But you need to be really careful because you're on your own. Now, also, when you find a beach that looks to be private, and there's no facilities like bathrooms or lifeguards there. Those are the beaches you want to be concerned about with the coconuts because those coconuts are not being cut out of those trees right. anywhere in honolulu anywhere in waikiki anywhere around the resort you're staying on in any island they always cut the coconuts out of the palm trees to ensure they're not falling on the guests yes that is true and you'll look up anytime and you'll see that there's no coconuts but when you go to more of a secluded beach that you find you know, off the beaten path. Once you leave the resort or touristy area. Yeah, yes. you look up and see if there's any, you know, coconuts up there because they can fall at any time, even when they're not mature. And the your first thing you're going to want to do probably is if you have a hammock, you want to going to want to put it between those two palm trees and you're going to be right in the middle of a coconut falling on your head and you won't even wake after that. Some You'll of these, be in trouble. Some of these trees are so tall oh, that yeah. people just don't think to look up. 50 to 100 see. feet, 50 to 100 feet, you could have a coconut falling down yeah. on you. So you want to be very, very safe about that. You just reminded me of another one. <laughs> I'm throwing in all these extras. Okay. Okay, so same thing if you're doing a waterfall hike and you're swimming in a waterfall. If you go under the waterfall, hmm. don't stay. We talked stay, about this. Right. We talked about this in a different, in podcast. A different podcast. Don't stay under that waterfall for more than a few seconds because a small pebble that falls down with the force of the waterfall can crush your skull. It can it can literally, yeah, just go right through your skull. And we don't mean to scare you. <laughs> we but don't. it's just something that like locals who live here know don't yeah. stay under a waterfall for five minutes. But yeah. if you're new here, if you're visiting here, you might not know that. Even if you've just moved here and you've only been here for a couple of years, maybe you don't even know that. But, uh, you know, on average, you know, we go out, you know, I'll get under the water of the waterfall, but I'll probably spend about 30 to 60 seconds under the waterfall, take some pictures and, and get away maybe get a little bit of away from where the water's flowing but you can still take pictures in front of the waterfall just yeah. don't be under it where you can have a direct hit from a you know a rolling rock falling down and hitting your head exactly yeah yeah what we got always wear a properly fitting life jacket while boating or engaging in water activities and this goes back to when we said that the number one cause of death here is drowning you know a lot of people don't think this is cool but of course it, it's not cool, but it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. <laughs> no, I know, but a lot of people think it... I know, but they... Oh, I don't look cool in this. I'm not... You know, I don't want to wear a life jacket. I can swim really well, yada, yada. Not in Hawaii, my friends. It's... Yeah. Uh, the Hawaiian Ocean is very dangerous, and the currents are very swift. If you're in a boat, you could easily... One of them if you fell off the boat and hit your head on the boat and got knocked out. That life preserver is going to save your life. If you're kayaking, if you yeah. rent kayaks and you're kayaking to the Mokes or Chinaman's mm -hmm. Hat or something Definitely like that, life preserver. you wear need it. to wear them. And I know a lot of people think, oh, kayaking, I don't need to wear yeah. one. But you do. When you're in the open ocean, especially you do. But you should Absolutely. always. Absolutely. Uh, next, go spend a day at the Bishop Museum and educate yourself on Hawaii's past, present, and future. If you are really interested in actually learning and understanding the 50th state, the culture, everything about the Hawaiian people, 
you go here and you will be educated in one day and you'll have a much better appreciation for the rest of your vacation. It will change your entire vacation if you learn the history and the culture. Your perspective, your entire perspective will change if you go to the Bishop Museum. Because on the first or second day if you can do it. This is the kind of stuff that's not taught no. in school and history class. It's no. just not yeah. about Hawaii and it's so important What to happened learn. to Hawaii? Yeah. How did Hawaii become a state? Just everything you can imagine, all the things that you assume happened, it probably did not. And you'll learn all that once you get to Bishop Museum. And just to piggyback off of that as well, there are also a lot of other really amazing museums as well besides Bishop. Oh, but yes, if yes. you have to pick one, do Bishop. And go to the Iolani Palace and learn, learn about the last king and queen of Hawaii. Exactly. Yeah, there's yeah, so many. Yeah. There's Queen Emma's Summer Palace. Oh, so there's many the places. art museums. Yeah, there's so oh, yeah. many. All right, what do we got? Don't take your lay off. Never take off a lay in the presence of the person who gave it to you because that is considered rude. Mm -hmm. Wait until you're alone and then it's totally fine <laughs> to remove it. So, so catch this. <laughs> I was just out with a couple and I literally put the lay on them when I pulled up. Mm -hmm. She goes, oh, that's so nice. She takes it off right in front, in front of me and puts it on her seat. She and I'm saying, oh, know. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, can't do that. Don't do that now. She goes, why? What did I do? What did I do? Right, so I said, I, I took it. I put it back on her and I explained everything. So yes, try not to do that. So lays are beautiful and I just love wearing them because they're so fragrant. But for some people, it can cause allergies or like give them sniffles or make them sneeze. Some people just can't wear them all the time. And it's totally okay. Just don't be rude to take it off in front of the person who gave it to you. But here's the weird thing. Some people don't feel comfortable wearing them because they perceive or see it as something that Kaneka Maoli or Hawaiians do with each other, but not with vacationers or something weird like that because I got that kind of conversation from her. And I said, no, wear it, wear it all day. It's, it's great. You're not going to be looked at differently or made fun of or anything like that. I don't know where you're getting that from. That's interesting because Just it's be actually... Just be yourself and wear it. It's actually tradition to yes. give somebody a lay when they land in Hawaii. Absolutely. Or if it's your birthday. There's so many reasons. Graduation. There's so many reasons. Absolutely. Any special occasion. So, yes. yeah, wear your lay proudly. Love your lay. Yes. Okay, <laughs> what do we got? Eat at small local Hawaiian eateries. Don't go to mainland chains. It's disrespectful. <laughs> oh, jeez. How many times do people go to the Cheesecake Factory, to McDonald's, to Burger King, to whatever place, to Outback or to Red Lobster or whatever? You're in Waikiki. I know that's what's it's familiar to yes, you. It's familiar. It's what they know. But Break be, out of that. Be adventurous. Try a Hawaiian plate lunch. Try Lao Lao. Try all these different great Hawaiian foods, you know, and uh, poke and, and all these other things that you can try when you're in Hawaii. You know, it's, it's, the food here is so amazing and it's from so many cultures. Don't hold yourself back by assuming things and then saying, well, I don't know about that food. I've never had that before. Try it. And if you happen to be vegan, you can actually <laughs> get vegan Hawaiian yes. plate lunches, which you is can. pretty cool at certain places. You're going to have to look it up and find where, but uh, you get vegan chicken you can katsu. Get a, can you get a vegan loco moco? Yeah, totally. All right. All right. And they're good too. Okay. Okay. We're down to our uh, last one. Investigate your hikes before you head out. Just because you've seen influencers hike somewhere spectacular on social media doesn't mean you should as it might be dangerous and it could be illegal. 
So we have There's a, a lot here. We have a lot of illegal hikes here to start with, and you very well might get fined if you're caught hiking one of these illegal hikes. That's one thing. That's just the fine. And then there's the safety. The illegal hikes are not maintained. They become very dangerous because they're not maintained. Yes. And um, yeah, and you just have to be really careful. I mean, you want to probably go ahead and do like novice or maybe the max and intermediate if this is your first vacation or you're just getting here. And even if you've moved here, you want to start up slow and work your way up to the more experienced hikes. People can get themselves in trouble really quick. And if it's an illegal hike or not a state run hike, you can get lost very fast and you could get hurt after that. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is you don't want to have that embarrassment of that chopper coming down in the middle of the valley and rescuing you and stuff. You know, you don't want to deal with that and being on the news and all that stuff. So kind of have an idea of what you're doing, where you're going, study, have a GPS and know what's going on before you do it. Because some trails like on Yelp, they show you how it is. It's a lot more difficult than you think. And you get on it and you're like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's true. You can download All Trails, which is an app. There you go. Um, it's very helpful, but just still be careful because some of the waterfall hikes, especially, there's like pig trails oh, yeah. that can be mistaken for the real trail, yep. and um, you can get very lost. Yeah. And also, you should know that on some of these jungle-like trails, you could possibly run into wild boar. Like you just yep. need to be yep. prepared. All right, so that's going to wrap it up. We're going to be going to our closing song. Uh, So let's end the podcast with Iam Tonga again. And remember, when living or vacationing in Hawaii, be that aloha you want to see in the world. I love it. Right? Yes. All right, you ready? Yes, and enjoy your vacation if you're coming. Yes, and if you just moved here, get accustomed to everything (laughs) and love and live aloha. Love it. All right. Shoots! Aloha! Stars in the sky Mountains in the winter When I'm with her And I Can't believe That you're not Here with me And your smile Feels like The sunrise That's why I need you By my side and the stars they shine in your eyes but time doesn't fly it's cold outside it's the break of dawn Can't make things right Cause you're already gone And I can't believe 
it's ever moving forward And your smile Feels like The sunrise That's why I need you by my side And the stars They shine In your eyes Time doesn't fly When you speak of Allah, it's all the above All the good, yeah? So that is a right way range Aloha Whether it's Pono, Mikai Still the same I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha Be Pono, be righteous Aloha 
yeah. 